Hey guys, what's going on? This is Adrian, and you're listening to the Nerdy Fusion Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. I tell you, it's a weird time to be Latino in America. Or at least that's how I feel. I mean, people were screaming at me way before we had all these, like, you know, these massive amount of people marching to the border. Actually, I remember this one time I was in this supermarket with my friend buying something. And then some lady came behind me and she was like, get out of the line. Uh, you're not buying anything. And I'm not even using the tone she used, but it was clearly a bad one. Like I could see in her face that just my presence made her upset. And, you know, I, I was just confused and in shock. Like I didn't know what to do. I just told her, lady... I'm in here with him. I'm, we're together. That's why we came up to the register together. I feel like somebody who is in the right state of mind wouldn't react that way. Like if this lady were in the right state of mind, this is how this whole interaction would have gone. Oh, hey, are you online? It seems like you don't have any items with you. And then I would have been like, oh, no, um, I'm with him. It just so happens that he's the one paying Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And then that would have been it. You know what I mean? Like, bitch, you're going to be next no matter what. Once he pays, we both go. It's not like I'm just going to stay there. You know, it's not like I cut in front of you. You know, And I don't even know this lady. You know, like, it's not like I saw her once and I did something to her or, you know, something happened while we were like in the aisles shopping and you know I bump into her cart like I don't know who this lady is right this came out of nowhere I just think that she just woke up that day and decided to be a c-word got up that morning and chose violence <laughs> you know what I mean anyways long story short that was the worst I have ever felt while in the U.S. um There has been other instances where people were like shitty towards me, but that was like the worst. And it sucks because I'm here legally, but it looks like I just walked here. Like I was just in my home country and I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna join some sort of pilgrimage and head to the U.S. border. Like that's how I look. But people don't know. People don't know the struggle. Granted, most of the struggle was endured by my father, but I think the entire family was affected by it. Till this day, we wonder if moving here was the right thing to do. Like, all we know is the now. We can't go back and restart the game and just choose a different difficulty level. You know, there were pros and cons to both leaving and staying, but who knows? Who knows how things would have turned out? Like, who would we be? How different our lives would have been had we decided to stay? Definitely, growing up without my father being present informs the kind of person that I am today. But I have to say, the years that we spent apart did a number on me. You know, like, it sounds cliche, but it felt like he went out for milk and didn't come back. And my mom used to mention to us all the time, like, how he was in the U.S., how he was working in New York or whatever. 
But you know, as a kid, you like, is this a cover up? Like, you don't know anything. People forget that three decades ago, things were very different. There was very little technology, unlike today, to keep people connected. There was no smartphones, no social media, no WhatsApp. And whatever little technology there was, we didn't have access to because we were freaking poor. I remember once or twice a month, we would talk to him on the phone. And to talk on the phone, you had to like go to a neighbor's house, which was one of the three people in our block that had a landline. Pretty sure like if you lived in the U.S., everybody had a phone uh, in the early 90s. But in DR, phones were still like growing. They were not like a, a, like a basic thing that everybody had. Um, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but yeah. You know, like, not everybody had a landline. Not everybody had cable TV. Like, I remember going to my aunt's house to watch cartoons because we didn't have a TV that had cable. We had, like, a little thing with an antenna that picked up local channels. And those local channels sucked. They mainly were, like, showing news and, you know, the national station that plays, like, politics and all those crappy, you know, old people programming. You know what I'm talking about. Anyways, that whole thing started when I was like six or seven. And for people who meet the requirements for the visa, it usually takes like one or two years for you to get it. But in the case of my father, who struggled to meet the financial and residential requirements to bring his whole family here, you know, things were, um, how should I say, uh, difficult to say the least. And it took longer. A decade went by and I grew up teaching myself how to be a man. And by the time we met again here in the U.S., I no longer recognize the man who's my father. And I'm ashamed to say that I no longer call him dad. I just refer to him as Juan. And on that shameful note, it's time to end the podcast. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.